The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time roma craft tobacco the after show the after show the after show the after show show. it's the after show and we have the perdomos here with us because we uh, had three unbelievable events a day in each store Leading up to doing the podcast, and then tonight we do the father and son cigar dinner. And um, you mean last Saturday? Last Saturday, caught in a time warp. That's it. But um, Barry brought up an interesting thing that um, he does a tradition every year on Father's Day that he lets his stepdaughter color his hair blonde. You've done that a few years ago. I've row. done that for the last four years, and yeah. uh, it's become a tradition. And I figured since Perdomo is built on tradition. Uh, we discuss a little bit about our family traditions. Yeah. So, what do you have in mind? Do you do anything other than that? Uh, every summer, we uh, we host a barbecue at my house for all our friends on Memorial Day weekend. Kick yeah. off the you summer get, with, you, with you ever get friends. In on that? You ever get? Oh, never, never been invited. Never me either. No, you, Dave. You've been invited. I invited you last really? year. Really? I don't know if you remember this, Dave, but when Barry was here and he had no friends, I invited him to my house <clears> for Thanksgiving. You did. He showed up late and you ate before he got there. Correct. But he, he yeah. still was invited. <laughs> hey, he said show up at 12 and I was fashionably late at 12.15 and I want to be the first person to arrive and they're already eating at 12 o'clock. So yeah, if, you're gonna like eat at, if you're going to eat at 12, you tell somebody to come over. Yeah, come over like 11, 11.30. When somebody tells you to come at 12, come at 12. Or 11.30 like normal people do. Nah, I would be showing up early, which would be disrespectful. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Nick? I uh, don't have to be late, right? Uh, never late. Try not to be. <laughs> I was late once with yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> but that was because there was there was a car fire on the expressway and we couldn't move. But uh, I had to check the news out that night just to see if it was. I couldn't make that up. If I trust but verify, says Nicholas. Who said that? Do you know? President Ronald Reagan. Yes, it yes, was. He did. The one yes, and only. It, yeah. Yes, it was. Wow. That's go good. That's good. There you go again. <laughs> um, so you do a cookout and you invite all your friends. And uh, when is it? Every Memorial Day weekend. All right. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. We missed it. We missed it. I'm going to try to remember next year. Right. Saturday because right. nobody tells check, us. Check my email and see if I got the invite. Saturday today. right after the show, you're all invited Memorial Day weekend for a barbecue. That's awesome. That's Dave, are you cool. committing to it or no? No, because I feel... Yeah, we basically had to ask him to invite yeah. us. Yeah, I mean, Dave won't go because he'd be slumming it. <laughs> <laughs> so he, here's the weird thing about uh, me and my mother. We're the same way. That if somebody invites us to something, it's like, oh, God, we feel like we got to go to this thing. Uh, we don't want to go. 
when they don't invite us, it's mm. like, imagine they didn't invite us. But that would be the win. But it's, I go, there's no winning with us, right? There is no winning. If you invite us, I'm bullshit that you invited me. If you don't invite me, I'm insulted that you didn't invite me. So it's a, it's a weird life that you, I You know, and Dave, you have the tradition every year of the Father's Day uh, dinner. You yeah. have March Madness. Yeah. The 12 Days of Christmas. Yeah. But which traditions are in the Perdomo family? Ah. We have a great tradition. It, it, it was a very expensive tradition for me this year because we're moving to a new apartment. And the real reason we're moving to this new apartment is because of our family tradition. And my wife loves to do Thanksgiving dinner. And we like to invite people who are not married, lost a family member. Ooh, so isn't that on. nice? And we do that every year. And we invite a lot of people and my wife loves to cook and so she uh you know we get 20 or 30 and when we moved to our apartment we had to go to nicholas's house because our our dining room wasn't big enough to have you know 20 or 30 people so um my wife and her gracious wisdom decided we were going to move to a new apartment with only two of us and the main reason we moved to that new apartment is because we have a massive living or dining room where she had a dining room set set up for 30 people with this massive table it's five foot wide five and a half foot wide by like 30 foot long so we could do our traditional thanksgiving dinner it's it'll be the most expensive thanksgiving yeah. <laughs> ever known a man but that's her thing and she that's been a family tradition of ours since we got married in 1992 and um may i interject yes we're very thankful yes. congratulations pop we've been doing thanksgiving in Miami Lakes, Florida, since I was born, I'll give mom Christmas, but Thanksgiving will be done at the original Perdomo residence. On top of it, which we, is your house now, which is my house, hmm. and we, <laughs> yeah. Nicaragua is making us a beautiful table. We're going to get a beautiful table. Box Factory's doing us. My wife wanted a brand new table, bigger, so we're going to do that in the house, but that kitchen will always be the one to produce the Thanksgiving turkey. Mom started it. My wife's going to keep continuing. But we will have wonderful Christmas dinners, 24th dinners, all that. So as long as I'm eating, I'm happy. There you go. Okay. But you fight with your mother on that, so not me. Thanksgiving is a holiday that means a lot to me personally because when I was my last year of high school, I was out on my own. I, my mom had literally thrown me out, and my dad didn't have room in his trailer. Huh? Yeah. So I was literally lost my family never celebrated holidays all growing up and i ended up going to uh say hi to a friend and he invited me over for thanksgiving it was that day I, you got I, any music for this drop something yeah. on. <laughs> but it ended up it ended up being such an awesome thing because i was that lost person that got invited into that family and so now thanksgiving means that same thing to me there we go which is why when barry had no friends i invited him to my house but that's something that i i feel strongly about and thanksgiving's one of those no bullshit holidays where you're not giving trinkets to people you're just sitting there you're having a meal you're having some fellowship you're enjoying each other's company. And that, to me, that's what Thanksgiving is about. I agree. I will say, when we had the cigar afterwards at your Thanksgiving dinner in a 20-degree garage <laughs> with, like, 10 inches of snow outside, <laughs> that was definitely Yeah, highlight. and you just came back from Miami. I just Miami. came from Miami, freezing yeah. my ass off. Yeah. <laughs> Barry likes the hot weather. It's, you, I'm you're a fat weird, guy that loves the yeah, heat. Yeah, it's awful weird, what of you. Um are you going to start your own? You're taking over a tradition that your parents did, but are you going to start your own any tradition? 
Well, I mean, I, we enjoy the last two years of my wife and I have been married. Lauren's been doing, basically my mom, you know, we do the, the traditional sides that, you know, growing up my mom always did. Yeah. Lauren does the turkey, uh, pretty similar to the way my mother did it. So it's it's tradition. And, uh, you know, that's that's probably one of I mean, that's probably my favorite holiday. Yeah. yeah. So my traditions, all it, it's so interesting that this is where we go because before the show started, I started trying to think of, okay, what traditions that have happened. And every one of my traditions are based around food. Surprise? <laughs> Not surprised at all. <laughs> Me but, too. But it, but it is. And an Italian growing up and stuff, everything was, you know, when somebody passes away, it was a certain thing <laughs> we always did. And all these different things are based on food of me growing up and then it becomes my family right mm -hmm. so when you have children and stuff it starts but it ends up being the same thing so every new year's eve um we make pizza homemade pizza always did it before we had a pizza oven we did it in a regular oven or whatever but it was always around here most people chinese food new year's eve chinese food but it was us pizza and i don't even say anything i show up at home and there's all the stuff out because it just became a tradition i don't know how it happened we did it once and never stopped doing it and it's probably 30 years of you have a tradition another one that's that's not around food and it is around christmas but your wife gets the same outfit for everybody that's coming yes. over yeah and so i have i have in my closet i have a red flannel shirt because i went to two christmases and I have a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer uh, head-to-toe outfit in my size like it was tailored to fit me. Onesie? She, a onesie. She, and she guessed at my size both times, but she knew I was coming over, and she invited me in, and I'm in both of those pictures. Yeah. So everybody gets whatever they and get. He also has a dish to, uh, the tradition of bringing over a dish and then taking it Then when he takes leaves. it back. That's a tradition. You're <laughs> that, that guy? That happened one time. You're that yeah. guy? That happened oh, one man. time. He did. Everybody was looking. He made a macaroni and cheese, which is very odd in an Italian family of macaroni and cheese is a different thing of whatever. And everybody went crazy for it. It had jalapenos in it. By the way, great cook. Absolutely. Yes. And everybody was like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. And then later, you want to eat again, right? You eat and then you rest and you eat more. And everybody went looking for it. And it's like the dish is gone. The, it's all gone. What ended up happening he was leaving, and he says, oh, and he, they didn't eat this, and he took it with him. <laughs> you don't want to let it go to waste. <clears throat> I didn't want it to go to waste. Whatever. My do dad you, bailed you out. Do you have one. a... Yeah, he did. <laughs> Nick and Nicholas, do you have like a, a father-son tradition? Like my dad and I, we would always go to the first and the last baseball game of the year. Uh, it would be the Mets for the first and the Yanks for the last because we didn't root for the same team, and then we would alternate each year who got first. Do you two have a, a father-son tradition? Yeah, our, our tradition always was to go to every University of Miami football game together, and we've been doing that for years. And um, people always ask me, what's the best cigar you ever smoked? I will tell you, I've never smoked a bad cigar in the company of my son. When him and I get together and we hang out, whether it be at my apartment or, or at his home, and uh, we love to smoke cigars together and talk, and it's a, it's a great Great way to have great fellowship together. Yeah. What is the what does that conversation look like? Are you guys talking about cigars when you're getting together, having a cigar together? Well, Giving you talk about cigars the rest of the time. Well, it's kind of similar to Dave and you and I had the conversation back at TP where you know I we used to you know I used to be super sports oriented, but today, kind of like how Dave cigars the industries, that's my passion. 
And for me, I love when I have the chance, if I could talk about business with my dad, talk about the industry, talk about our company, that those are some of the best conversations we have. I just, because A, I'm learning from him because he's done it all. And B, it's just, it's just something I love, you know, so I enjoy talking about the industry. That's my passion today. I, I like to watch instead of on a Saturday watching a football game and not because you guys are here. I like to watch the Cigar Authority show on YouTube because you know what? At the end of the day, it benefits me because you guys know a lot about what's going on in the industry outside the fact I enjoy the show, but I learn about what's going on mm. and I and I can understand it helps me understand the other side with you know when you speak about retail when you when you talk with your about your consumers so there's a lot of things in it that benefit me much more than watching some guys throw a football around so my my dad's gone 23 years now and my daughter got um, some old video and had it digitized or whatever and she put it on a, a website um, where you got to put a code in to be able to get it so it's all there so it's never lost pretty cool and here's how to get in and stuff so we're, we're watching the show and here was the year i opened the store and it was christmas and we're all sitting around talking while my nephew a young kid is using my video camera which was a big giant thing at the time and going around and he's taking pictures of all the things but you can hear us talking in the background and here i am sitting on the couch talking to my father and brother and talking margins of the different products that we sold in the store. And we're all saying, oh, my God, you're the same guy. His 25-year-old Dave talking business during Christmas. Like, why am I doing this? And I had a new store, and this is what I was talking about. And I go, isn't that something that listening to myself after 35 years of nothing has changed? And this is what I talk about because I do. I go, my wife is the bookkeeper, right? I go home and I talk sure. about business. I go see my mother and she talks to me about business and it just never stops. You, you know, is, is that sad or is that good? I don't know. You know what's pretty cool, Mr. Dave? Something similar to that that you bring up. I actually have the original. Remember when my dad probably about 10, 11 years ago came out with the, uh, the factory tour DVDs and now they're on YouTube and stuff? Yeah. I actually have my dad doing a factory tour in 1998 on VHS from our uh, original factory next to the house that we lived at. Mustily. So my daughter got her first car. She's 16 years old and it has a DVD player in it. I have the DVD sitting at home or whatever. And she says, can I take this? And I said, yeah. And her with her 16 year old friend, she just gets a car. They listen to your tour on DVD a thousand times. It would just always play, and she would play that in the car to her friends. If she's listening now, she'd, she'll be laughing and wow. stuff, and she knows she's never been to your factory or anything, but she listened to that tour a hundred times that she'd be playing that in, in her car as a 16-year-old wow. girl. That's crazy. pretty cool. Yeah. And her friends know about it. Oh, yeah, I'd be with Gianna, and we'd listen to the Perdomo factory tour. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Craziest stuff. Um do you have certain foods that you eat, like every Christmas, every Thanksgiving, uh, or your birthday? That, Like, I go home on my birthday. I don't have to ask what I'm having for dinner. It's raviolis. That's what we're having. Um, not that I ever said it, but she knows that's what it is, and I show up, and I go, oh, raviolis. Like, surprise. But <laughs> automatically, I know that's what you want, so that's what it is. Um, Thanksgiving traditional, the turkey and, yeah. and so on. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but on 
New Year's, we always, because we live on the beach and you can see all the fireworks, Janine likes Joe's stone crab. So we uh, we do a big stone crab thing. We invite everybody over and everybody eats stone crabs and we do shrimp, more, more seafood stuff. And we've been doing a lot of... Uh, Italian stuff, believe it or not, on during Christmas time where we do the, with the seven fishes. Oh, all right. Wow. Yeah, my wife's really big. Yeah, my, grand, my mom's dad, who's Italian. Yeah, he old was, school. Yeah. yeah, we used to do that as a kid, but uh, that, that went away. And that's been our trend since my father-in-law unfortunately passed away. We've kept that tradition because we would always go to his home during Christmas time and do the, the you know the thing of the seven yeah, fishes. Yeah, yeah. So we never stopped that after he passed away. So that's a that's some a of these tr- things have to stay. You know, of course. Of uh, pizza gina, I don't know if you know what that is. It's all meats and cheeses in a in a big giant pie. That I it was so heavy that my mother would say, "You got to take it out of the oven." Call me to do it because it was just too heavy to end up carrying. That's referred to as Easter pie. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Call call me next time. I'm up. Yeah, I'm in. yeah. Me too. <laughs> so all <laughs> these different phenomenal. things, but as time went away, it, it goes away. Or who's going to eat it? And you know, um, it, it ends up going away. And I I say uh, my my daughter has gone up to see my mother and say we did limoncello the other night, right? Yeah. Let me show you how to do it. I you know keep so, it going. Soda soda keeps going. It's uh, great. Yeah, that's some of the things on. Uh, uh, Going certain places at certain times, though, because as an entrepreneur with businesses and stuff, I could never carve out this guaranteed time. So that's the the negative things that happens to us that are, um, you know, workaholics. Yeah, you you <laughs> you just can't. You should you should carve this out and say this is what it is. Uh, but sometimes it doesn't work out. So this year, my birthday, I said, I'm going to go to Italy. I'm going to do it. And you ruined it for everybody. You caused COVID. <laughs> and COVID <laughs> happened, right. You bought a Tesla. Gas has never been lower. Right. So that's, <laughs> cursed. <laughs> this, this is how to stop. How about you, Ed Sullivan? I don't have much going on. Traditions? Well, you know, my daughter and I, we don't go to opening day sports. We go to opening day of Kimball's Farm ice cream. Ah, nice. You're going to like it because, you know, it's all food stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then I always, from the time she was born, I make my daughter's birthday cake. Got to prepare it. Homemade cake. She can't have a store-bought cake. And what happened when she went away to college? Uh, I would, she... Went to BC, so she oh, was she local. All so right. when she was home, she'd usually come home around her birthday, and so it wasn't always on the day, but she always got her cake. All right, nice. and my right. wife gets one too, but not her whole life because we haven't known each other. Yeah, and, and, and in Cuba, was was turkey a thing? No, the Cubans no. actually hate turkey. It was it's everything's pork based. You Grandma know, hated it. the pig is the Cubans' best friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and like. your wife came from. Ireland, Scotland, Scotland. traditional things um, like a scotch egg. The, the, well, the scotch egg is something special. Yeah, I mean that's you know, you take an egg that's soft boiled, encase it in sausage meat, and then roll it in breadcrumbs and deep fry it. It's a, a heart attack bomb. Yeah, did she take some of her stuff from there? She came to this country and keep keep. Keep it yeah, going we, within your own family. We tend to have a lot of meat pies. You know, like a we don't do steak and kidney pie. I'm not big on kidney, but like a steak and mushroom pie. Yeah, nice. yeah. I, it seems most traditions. Uh, to, I, I thought it was just me, but you guys are all talking food. Well, as as the tradition becomes, the it's food. an easy way to get people to gather. You're going to sit down and eat, and now you can see everybody's face. I, I did follow tradition for the wedding since it was in Scotland, so I had a kilt, 
Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, we need the picture for the I, I, show. And I know everybody's picture. wondering. All right. We did need you, the picture for the yes. show. Did you have anything under the kilt? I did. <laughs> I wasn't that comfortable with the kilt. You know, I I wasn't sure if I'd sit there, you know, with the legs too wide open. <laughs> no command. But you at least went with wool underwear. I went with, yeah, sort of a, a matching plaid. Do you do uh, any traditional Cuban stuff within your family? Oh, yeah, the 24th, which is my, my wife kind of gets screwed on that because that's her birthday. But uh, that's a big holiday for the Cuban people. And what we do is we roast a pig, and it's roasted pork, rice and beans, yuca, which is a root vegetable that we really like with heavy amounts of garlic and butter and salt and pepper and uh, – you, you could smell that all throughout Miami. Oh, the yeah, yeah. Everybody's he's doing right. it. He's right. On the 24th, you can smell it when you're yeah, just no driving because yeah. everybody, yeah, and it's fantastic. Yeah, they cook it in a, what is it, a cajachina? Yes. Cajachina, yeah. yeah. And so living up here in Boston and, and uh, New Hampshire, never heard of such a thing. No, nah, that's why when I got married, we did the pig roast. If you remember, we had a huge pig yes. roast. Oh, yeah. I was like, I want to. Bring a touch of Miami into New Hampshire. Wow. Sure. Isn't that something yeah, I never even cool. heard of heard we, of it? We brought a touch of Miami last night to Dave's home. We brought in we <laughs> we had Cuban music going on he said, I wonder what my neighbors must right, think. Right, right. And Jonathan, my daughter in law, <clears throat> were dancing because you know he's light on his feet. There were four for sale <laughs> signs on the houses this morning when I woke <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, they're moving in. <laughs> Uh, now, yeah, that's a tradition. It's good yeah. tradition, yeah. and, and cigar-wise of a tradition, um, every so we're doing father and son cigar dinner, and it started out, I don't know if you've ever heard the story, if I ever said it, but it started out with me and my father every Sunday. He would drive up to the store, and we had a cigar. My father wasn't a cigar smoker, and we had a cigar every single Sunday, and there was a certain cigar that he wanted, and they didn't even make it anymore, and I just saved as many as I possibly could, and they started getting low, and I said to him the last time we had a cigar, I said, wow, there's only a few left in the box. What are we going to do? He says, I'll never have another cigar ever again, and three days later, he died. And as time went on with this, I said, you know, I didn't even realize as it was going on how important having that cigar with him was, and uh, I said... People don't know, so I'm going to start this father and son thing nine years ago with you guys. And uh, I, I say to the people that you never know, here's a story what happened, and maybe it's going to, God forbid, be your son that dies, or it's going to be the father that dies. But when, no, you know, this thing is inevitable, right? When, when none of us are here for good, and uh, something's going to happen. So maybe this becomes something you pay attention to, as I didn't. I didn't pay attention to, as I should have, how great it was, because I'd cut my arm off today for one more, you know, one more of those. And uh, so here it is. It became the tradition. So this should be a tradition. And maybe that these people end up having it, whether they move away or whatever, that they have a son, uh, a cigar with their son on Father's Day or the day before Father's Day or something. Uh, because it was a whole different thing that I got off the sales floor, sat with my dad, and it didn't matter what was going on in the store. And I'm a nut that I pay attention to every single thing, but I'd have the conversation with them, whatever we're talking about. Cigar's gone, and it was back to work. So it was, I got a break, an hour-long break every single Sunday with him, and after it was over, Wow, what a loss of that that didn't happen anymore. So think of your dad. It's Father's Day week. Think, think, think of uh, tradition and, and these things and embrace them because it's a, it's a beautiful thing and you're going to be sorry the day it's gone. Absolutely. I was in an event in Chicago, same thing. 
<clears throat> told the guy, what a blessing you can be with your father smoking a cigar. Ten minutes later, they were arguing. And I said, I'd give a million dollars if I could have ten seconds to smoke a cigar with my dad. And he said, Mr. Perdomo, I apologize. Said, Don't apologize to me. Apologize to your father. It's the only one you'll ever have. Yeah, and you absolutely. never know how long you're going to have him. Yeah. Spot on. All right, everybody, that's it for the after show. Uh, next week, we're going to talk about the best cigars that are out there, um, the top selling for different companies and the top uh, companies that are out there. we got a lot of stats. Along with the stats, the 20 questions we have, uh, and Friday's your last day to fill that in. Go to thecigarauthority.com. There's 20 questions on there, and let us know um, uh, about cigars to help us out on the Cigar Authority. It's the annual Cigar Authority survey. Till then, we'll see you Saturday. Put the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.